Hey everyone, welcome to AV Insider, a show that can be found, of course, at ravepubs.com under the Rave Radio tab, and of course, brought to you by Tascam. Check out their professional-grade AV gear for people on a budget like myself who live here in California where things aren't necessarily affordable, but luckily for me, Tascam products are. Check them out at Tascam.com, and again, our show, AV Insider, which can be found at uh, ravepubs.com under the Rave Radio tab. For people who just heard that bark in the background, that's my assistant, who's four-legged, furry, small, Short, so if you get any emails misspelled and poorly written, he's all paws and no thumbs. But enough about him. Let's get to the special guest. Today, I have Blake Vacar, Vacker, Blake Vacker. Ah, I try to be international. <laughs> Blake Vacker, the VP of Sales and Marketing of Screen Innovations. Blake, good morning. Hey, Johnny. How you doing, man? I am alive and well, or as, as well as I can be as I'm getting closer to my birthday and getting older. So, All right, man. Cheated death again. One more year. Congratulations. You're right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, getting there. I just, I just did my 50th uh, back in September, and um, the, the team at Screen Innovations made a really, really cool video for me. That's which awesome. I did not expect. And, and uh, as you can imagine, going into that 50th you know, birthday, I was a little not excited about it. And then that video dropped, and uh, man, I got to tell you, it made me feel so good. That is cool. That's a big hug to my SI family right off the bat. Love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I have a few more years until I get there, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting close. Uh, I'm getting close. It gets better. It gets better every I'm year, man. There. I, It feels like it. Being a part of the AV industry and technology definitely feels like I, I stay youthful and that I continually thirst for knowledge because the technology isn't slowing and we're never going to learn everything because of how fast it's uh, outgrowing the knowledge that I can intake. So, <laughs> Dude, I, I say it all the time. It's a fun job, but somebody's got to do it, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> so, again, the show's not about me. It's about you and the company. So, first, I, what we typically like to do is get the story on the company, Screen Innovations. But uh, before we get to the general story behind Screen Innovations, who you are, what you do, what you offer, what type of products and services you may have for whatever walks of life, uh, we want to know your story, Blake. We would, uh, we'd like to know your past, your history. Perhaps maybe this is your first AV technology job ever or first job ever. I don't know, but I would love to hear any and all details you're willing to share with awesome. us and the listeners. <laughs> no, I'd love to share. I, I, you know, like so many of, uh, so many of us out there, I uh, had a passion for it since, uh, since the beginning. I remember, uh, you know, I started DJing as a kid when I was 13 and uh, slowly built the uh, the largest single mobile disc disco system in Texas uh, called Rockin' Austin Mobile Disco, or here you go, ready? Rad Mobile. Nice. 1987, right there. So, awesome. uh, so I, you know, since the beginning, I was into this stuff. I got into the nightclub business, was DJing, playing with all the gear down on 6th Street in Austin, which is our big party street. And, uh, you know, like uh, any big party street, you know, there's, there's uh, four systems on the street, but there's one club closing and another one opening. So you're moving stuff around all over the place. So I was always just playing with gear and um, got into the home theater side going, uh, working for a company called Dire Electronics, which unfortunately is not with us anymore. But um, we were the company where, gosh, when I started with that company, if you did a $20,000 home theater system, that was, a, that was high fives all the way around the office. Two years later, because we got into the automation side, and started working with AMX and Crestron, we weren't accepting jobs for less than $250,000 and then a half million dollars. And it was just, you know, these amazingly huge systems. And we got to do these incredible home theaters. You know, the team at Dyer with Bill and, and uh, uh, Kyle and Doug and everybody, like Ian and Bobby and everybody that just did an amazing job putting that kind of that first generation of big time home automation 
uh, big time theaters because what was happening in Austin was all these guys were getting hired from around the world to come work for Dell computers in Austin. So they're selling, you know, especially out of California, they're selling their 3,500 square foot house for a million dollars and moving to Austin and buying a 13,000 square foot house in a million dollars. So we all got to play with just the top of the line. And, uh, but I'll never forget uh, doing a theater job for a parade of homes. And all of our dealers have got this kind of experience at one time or another where, you know, we, we put all this time and energy into just doing the state of the art, sweetest, you know, home theater you've ever done in your life. And then the interior designer comes in and makes turn the lights on and you don't sell anything, <laughs> you know, because your stuff doesn't look very good. So I had that same experience um, when I was working for an integrator here in Austin. But before I did it, I reached out to the community on the, um, uh, on a forum that I was a member of. And somebody said, hey, man, you know, don't do a white screen. There. You ought to check out that black diamond. In fact, aren't you, located, aren't you located in Austin? I'm pretty sure they're in Austin. So that was 10 years ago, and I went out to meet Ryan uh, because I was doing a parade of homes design, and I didn't want to have to turn the lights off for a dedicated theater. You know, I wanted it to look good when the lights were on. And so I met Ryan at the factory, and he gave me a great tour. And then, uh, you know, but it was a pretty small outfit. There's only like 15 people working there, <laughs> right? And so we go in, and there's a JVC projector. It's like a 900 lumen projector. At the time, that was just the boss projector for a residential. And he fires it up on a 92-inch black diamond, 0.8-pane screen, and we're looking at Lord of the Rings, and, it's in, and I'm looking at it in 235, and the lights are on, and it looks like a TV, and I'm like, oh, my God, that looks amazing. You know, the screen's black. It's, it's just, and then that was the time when we still were using black felt, three-and-a-half-inch front frames. Uh, he was. And then he goes, well, check this out. He turns the lights off, and I was like, wow. And I had never seen blacks like that. I would never seen blacks like that on a screen with a projector. And especially I noticed how the black bars – they were sandwiching, you know, the two, three, five image because we we're looking at it on a 16 by nine screen. They were black, black. And I was like, dude, you don't have to mask this. He was like, yep. I was like, there's no need to mask the surface. You don't have to drop the curtains in front of this unused part of the screen because it's already black. I was like, wow, I'm sold. I'm in. So we shook hands. We, you know, we, we kept going for a little while. I was just blown away. So I, I went out to the parking lot after the meeting was done. And uh, I'm going to get a little personal there. I smoked two cigarettes <laughs> in the car, turned around, walked back into the factory and said, dude, you need to hire me. <laughs> I, can sell, I can sell that. I, really, I, can, I can sell that. And he was like, oh, okay, well. So I didn't have a, a, a uh, resume, but I'd just been working for Detools. And uh, I'd spent eight years with Detools, and, uh, which was at the time, you know, it still is, uh, one of the best um, integration softwares on the planet. And because of that, I got to meet dealers all over the world and I also got to meet manufacturers all over the world. And so I just told Ryan, I said, hey, man, call Sam Runco, call Adam Stone, call, you know, I got to, you know, Frank, uh, call, <laughs> I just got to name off the, you know, the A-list of Cedia because I knew all these guys and they worked with all these guys. And, um, you know, about an hour later, I'm, I'm at home and Ryan calls and says, hey, man, can you come back tomorrow? Came back, um, met Ryan Shannon, and it was a love affair from that point on. I'm, I'm, I'm the kind of guy that if I find that product that I can believe in as the best, and, I could, and, and at that same time, I found a, a couple who was just starting to build this business. They'd only been in business like four years. Black Diamond had just dropped. I just came in on a, you know, on, again on a whim, and it was love at first sight. That's all I can say from there. I mean, it was, uh, it's been a great ride you know, building us to the third largest screen company in the U.S., from uh, 15 people in a little tiny factory over in uh, North Austin. Well, that brings us about, you said now uh, roughly 10 years in, correct? Yeah, yep. okay. been here 10 years. 
So with and that, we now, now have about 130 employees. So <laughs> a, a little bit of growth, right? Yeah, a little bit of growth, a little bit of growth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So for people, we, we kind of went through that. I, I don't want to say quick, but we kind of went through that. You mentioned, you know, control systems, integrators, uh, you know, Crestron, AMX, Extron. I think we mentioned a few. I could have mislabeled those, but. Um, we talk about screen innovations, which is a projection company, projection screen company, I would, yeah. I, I would say. Um, but don't take my word for it. I, I'd like to uh, hear from you, now that you've been there for 10 years, if I asked you the question, who is screen innovations, what does that mean to you? Oh, gosh. You know, when you, when you say that, I, I, I immediately think our, our whole meaning for existence has been to bring the big screen experience out of the dark. You know, I, I always talk about it with my dealers and, uh, and people, you know, how many of your friends out there truly really have a, a space for a dedicated home theater? Okay, how many of your friends out there have a space for a living room? <laughs> you know, a family room? You know, and, and as somebody who lives with that big screen experience, it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's very different. It's so much more and it's so much better media real estate. And it goes back to why Ryan started the company. You know, Ryan started this company in his house building screens in his garage while he was working for AMB TV, you know, our local circuit city. In fact, he used to work at circuit city and I worked at circuit city back in the day on the competing on, he was in the North Austin store and I was in the South Austin store. And I used to, I just, I used to kick his ass constantly every month. <laughs> you can look it up. <laughs> and since he's not here to back it up, it happened. He never, he never beat me. Just nope. We're recording that. <laughs> so that he had a passion for the big screen experience as well. Didn't, and um, he literally uh, started building screens in his garage and packing them in his living room. Um, and he partnered with a couple guys out of, out of AMB TV and they were packaging these things at AMB TV with a projector and some paradigm speakers, you know, an anthem or dinner receiver or something like that. And they would sell this package. And it just, the ball, the ball got rolling. I mean, the, truly the first factory was his house. And like I said, we're now in our, uh, our uh, galactic headquarters, so we like to call it in Austin. We're currently at 100,000 square feet, and we're literally knocking out a wall in January to add another 50,000 square feet. Awesome. Yeah. So it's cool. You know, it's kind of a great story. Because like I said, when I started the company, it was 15 of us. And, um, and Sean, uh, Shannon and Ryan have grown the company to you know, 130 employees now. I think the best way to describe us first is what we're not. We're, we're not your grandfather's screen company. You know, we're going okay. up against um, some competitors that, you know, that have been out there for 100 years. Uh, 80 years. Another one was up. He's been around for over 50 years. Was actually helped. You know, Disney helped start him. So there was a lot of established screen companies already in the screen category when Ryan jumped in. And you know, you, you hear it all the time, brother. You know, we'd all hear it in the backgrounds of the dealer places. You know, it's the screens of screens of screen, man. You know, everybody said it. You know, it, the screen had evolved since it was invented by by Thomas Edison in 1898 to be, you know, for lack of a better word, a commodity. You know, the technology had been matched, it seemed like, in the white world, in the gray world, you know, and there hadn't been a whole lot of, of um, innovation. So Ryan and, you know, Brian Gustafson, the owner and, and the founder of Screen Innovations, he, he started the company in his garage because he wanted the big screen experience in his own house. And this is about, you know, 15 years ago, a little about 14 years ago, he, you know, and Sony had just dropped, an, a, you know, what could be considered an, an affordable LCD tech, uh, projector. And he wanted that in his living room, but you know, like he had a living room. He didn't have a dedicated home theater space, right? So 
basically, long story short, from the beginning of Screen Innovation's existence, we've always been about bringing the big screen experience out of the dark and into the bright room. You know, how many of your friends out there have a dedicated home theater space? How many of your friends out there have a living room? All of them. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's the idea. And that's why we became, uh, according to CE Pro, the, you know, the number one selling screen manufacturer in, in the Cedia channel because Black Diamond, Black Diamond is the original ALR screen built in the United States and built by Screen Innovations. And because of that product, that has allowed us to become the third largest screen company in the world. And as a foundation to our whole meaning of existence, which is to bring that dark screen, you know, to bring that light, uh, that big screen into the uh, light. And because of that, we started with ambient light rejecting screen technology, ALR. So I want to just go yeah. back. I didn't mean to cut you off there, but I'm glad you brought that up. So you, you talked about, you know, being the largest sold screen projections company in the CDA category. So integrators, you're probably aware that CDA means the Custom Electronic Design Installation Association. It's an acronym for the residential channel of integration and AV as it uh, resides to homeowners and such. And so for homeowners that are listening, I just said what that means. What does that mean to you? Well, there's a whole channel of professionals out there that build and work with companies like Screen Innovations to provide a, a beautiful home theater experience. And maybe you don't have a home theater, but maybe you want this in your living room or something of the liking. So these integrators, at least on the residential market, attend this show yearly and become this a part of this organization called the Custom Electronic Design Installation Association. You can learn more at either cdia.com or cdia.org. One is for the integrators and one is for you, the homeowner. So get a little more education and when you talk about these types of systems or you want projection in your home and you want it in your backyard, you want it in your second home, whatever level, whether it's apartment, home, home theater, whatever that happens to be in relation to your specific project, uh, I think that's a great place to learn more about the professionals that can help you get there. So right now, this, yeah, so this show Hallelujah. is specifically about screen innovation. So that's just sort of a little segue. And I'm glad you brought that up. The you're well, also, if you don't mind, Johnny, just let me add to that. I completely 100% agree with you. I would encourage anybody who is a uh, homeowner out there that's thinking about doing this type of work that uh, to consider this is now the fourth utility. You know, you need electricians, you need plumbers, you need uh, a senior certified professional to work with you on your IT, on your uh, how you're going to distribute your video, your audio throughout your home, how you're going to get that big screen experience in your living room. Um, because, you know, technology is as we were just talking about, is evolving so much. Who would have thought now that you wouldn't buy a white screen, a white projection screen? You'd buy a black one now. I mean, come on. We just, everything's being flipped over now. <laughs> Everything, yeah. right? Time we're not running change. wires or running Bluetooth. <laughs> right? So get your CEDA certification uh, professional out there to work with you. And uh, because they're small business owners, most of them are small business owners. They go to great uh, links and expense to have their installers certified and trained and to be the best when they come into your home and uh, to put these systems together for you, make them work at their optimum level. Agreed. Agreed. And so, and the other thing I'm glad you brought up, I was going to wait till you finish talking, but I kind of cut you off and you mentioned it anyway, is that you are also the leader in the ALR category, the ambient right on, projection babe. category. So I, before we kind of get into other uh, products of your company, let's sort of can, or maybe you could tell us what does that exactly mean for, projection why ambient light rejection why is that even needed what does that mean because uh, uh you know 
we've always watched home theater in the dark up to now because we've had to. Right. And that's, mm -hmm. and that's because, you know, when Thomas Edison invented the white screen with black border back in 18, like 98, you know, we had to watch in the dark space. We didn't have very much, you know, lumens, you know, brightness of these projectors to project the image in a, in a, in a space, anything other than darkness or for it to work. Well, we've, we still followed that same pattern with screen technology as far as by being white or gray the projectors have gotten brighter and brighter and brighter. That technology has gotten better and better and better. But let's face it, you know, 15, 20 years ago, everybody was saying a screen's a screen's a screen already. Right? I mean, I hate to right. peel that scab back, but that was true. You know, back in the day, everybody was already at that point where screens had pretty much maxed in their white and gray technologies. You know, it was just, it was, it was a dull category. It was almost a commodity category. You know, you're selling more on brand name than truly could anybody really tell the difference between that white, that white, and that white at sure. any given price point. So at that point, you know, Ryan Gustafson, the founder of Screen Innovations, had a big screen, you know, he had a passion for the big screen experience, but he didn't have, like most of us, didn't have a dedicated darkroom theater space. He had a living room. And so he's, you know, worked out how to do this, see how a big screen experience would work in, in you know, using now these, these new LCD technology projectors that were you know, kind of new to the market. Sony at that time had released that projector that was kind of a, uh, a game changer at that time and um, in, in affordability and brightness. But again, with a white screen, you gotta turn the lights off or you gotta have a dark space because the way it works is when a white, you have a, a light bulb projecting an image onto a white screen that hits the white screen, but then it bounces into the room. Right? Even so, even in a dark room space, that light can still pollute the image. The, the, the brightness of the projector and the screen working in a dark room, that can be against its own Morse enemy because the light hits the walls, comes back to the screens. So it was also a dark room issue. Not to mention, if you had windows in that room, even if you covered them up or if you had any lights at all, it was going to cause the, you know, the image to be flat. You're going to lose your contrast due to the extra ambient light in the room. So we needed an ambient light rejecting screen. We needed only the light coming from the projector to be the good light and all that extra light around the room that was coming in at different angles than the light of the projector to be either rejected or something, right? So that's where the idea of ambient light rejecting came from. It was come from Ryan's idea of going, look, I want to be able to watch this in my living room. I want to be able to put a big, you know, 100 inch screen in my living room and either have the lights on or off and make that choice. And that's where the idea of black diamond came. Okay. Right on that crazy guy's noggin. That's awesome. And, that, <laughs> and that's good because, um, like you said, you know, not, you know, if, if, if we're talking about just my friends, because I don't, I, while I live in Northern California, not all my friends have these elaborate homes that are being built here, but they all have living rooms. And yeah, I'd, I'd like to have a projection system, but I'd also like to not be able to like put a second down payment or, or pull right on, man. my house to, to put that in my living room right so there there right. are options and there are there are optimal viewing angles and lighting and not always does that apply to my open living room with a hundred windows or whatever the case may be so there are the category of alr ambient light rejection was born and ryan said you know what i want to do this in my living room there's light coming in i want to do it day or night or and i still want it to look as as quality as possible without being affected by outside sources or exactly yeah well and you know fast forward to today which you know believe it or not after all these years 
Uh, you know, CD, the whole reason for CD was because of home theater. And when you say home theater, remember back in the day, that was just a dedicated home theater. That was a screen projector, surround sound system. That's what everybody meant by that. Now that category of home theater is pretty wide and is really, you know, more like systems integration, right? But right. the original, you know, the original idea was home theater. Now it's evolved so far. Now it's, now though, it's for everybody. Because like I said, we have now, everybody has a living room. Everybody has, you know, everybody has a family space. Most everybody now has the ability to do that theater-like experience with that big screen. And when I think big screen, I mean about a 92-inch diagonal and larger. But 92 inch to about 120 inch in a house is is a very reasonable process now because of two things. And this and what I was going for is right now is the golden age of two-piece projection, and it's for two reasons. One is ambient light rejecting screens. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> right. But the other the other reason is. The cost of a lumen, how we measure a brightness of a projector, the cost of a lumen has come way, way down. The broadcast quality of projectors, in other words, the resolution that they broadcast onto our screens has gone way, way up, right? And it's now doable for the average family in the United States or in, in most countries around the world now, it's very affordable to do up to 120 inch 4K resolution image in your living room that will rival a television's look in most cases. I don't want to oversell it. There's process and we can talk, we'll talk about the, get down to the nitty gritty here in a minute. But truly we can actually promise you a television alternative in most living rooms for a very, very affordable price with a variety of mainstream, not special unicorn flame throwing projectors Main, mainstream every day sold at your favorite CDA certified uh, AV <laughs> professional shop or at many retailers or online. I mean, it's not a unicorn project anymore. Ambient light rejecting screens with today's projectors can produce a television alternative in your living room. That's the, that's the simplified what we're trying to achieve goal. As well as, so we, we're talking about ALR as a category for the screen itself, but you you also have plenty of categories in terms of how that projection is mounted or, or shown. So it's not just right. a fixed mount. It's not just a border one. There are borderless that I think is something that your company has excelled in the last few years and showing this sort of, it's purely just a screen, right? I think that's something that matches what TVs are now becoming. So you, right uh, if you look at some of the, and I'm just going to throw out terms like OLED, organic, light emitting diode TVs and of such where there are basically just thin bezel-less TVs and it's essentially just a screen on the wall. To my knowledge, Screen Innovation has a very similar type of product but at much larger capacity. So if you want that same sort of experience but in a larger format uh, with ambient light rejection, I'm pretty sure you, you carry that as well as a few other uh, whether those yeah. are retracted or not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's so the reality is not a lot of people are going to walk into your favorite retailer or your CD professional and go, hey, I'd like to buy some screen material. Uh, you right. Think how, how, yeah, right? how it's presented is, is obviously just as important as how the image is, is, is performed. So we have got an amazing group of very creative people working at Screen Innovations led by our uh, genius uh, in, in charge, uh, Ryan, our chief innovator in charge. And not only do we have an amazing set of, of fixed frame but also motorized. So the way I look at it is I have a television alternative with my Zero Edge Pro Frame, which gives you the ability to do just the, the look of the same look as a television with a nice half inch felt line you know, frame, 
or I can add up to a one and a half inch or two inch painted frame. And what color do you want? Right. So we can go more minimalist or go more of a bold statement. But we also have the ability to provide you with the option of doing, and this is what I think is super exciting, a rollable television. Right. OLED TVs are beautiful, but they're only going to roll up one time right now, you know, yeah. <laughs> for now. Right. right. And, they're, and let's face it, they're, they're, they're kind of pricey and they always will be. Yeah. We have the ability with our new solo motorized assembly to offer you a 100% wireless motorized screen now. There's no power cord hanging off the side of the screen. There's no way to plug it in with a control cable. It's all done remotely. And up to very soon, 120-inch diagonal and 16 by 9 using our Slate, our second ambient light rejecting material to come to market after Black Diamond, is now motorizable. And that's our Slate material. And it is also 100% opaque, so it can drop right in front of an untreated window where the sun is hitting it from behind and give you a rollable TV experience that then rolls back up into, a, get this, only a three and a quarter inch uh, diameter case nice. that the, again comes in 12 colors, not just you know, white folded tin with a you know, ugly appearance. It's gonna, we can match it to the core into your room. We, have, we can mount it to a ceiling. We can mount it to uh, the wall. We can fly it from the ceiling on cables. It's, you know, it's kind of like the GoPro of screens. How do you, how do you want to do this? <laughs> mm -hmm. Right? Right. So that's another option that's brand new. No one else is, that, uh, is able to offer a 100% wireless screen. Now, the other way we can do solo is low voltage. So it's very easy to uh, place into an existing environment, say a, a condo or an existing home, where you don't have to have an electrician wire this for you. It's low voltage. Right? This can be wired with a 16-2 speaker wire. Right. So again, the 24-fold motor, and in most in, in all over the United States, again, no electrician required to wire that. So we've made it very, very simple to have that. And in addition to that, with our solo um, case, we're now the first to do a be able to drop a new short throw, an ultra short throw material. This material is specifically designed to work with this new amazing. A generation of ultra short throw projectors. And what I mean by ultra short throw is the projector is literally inches away from the screen. We have a new material that can drop right in front of a window with the projector located right below it. Now, you, you probably talked about this in your show before where there's now uh, Salamander and BDI and other furniture companies are coming out with um, AV cabinets for ultra short throw projectors. We could literally place this in front of a window fire up the projector, the screen drops down in front of the window, and it literally looks like the image is being painted on the window. And I'm giving you a, a rollable television experience in 4K with a variety of projectors coming from a beautiful piece of cabinetry that was installed by, again, your, your CD, a professional. And then, We've not, you're, just, you're just not going to get that you know, off the end cap at you know, Target. <laughs> right. So no, right? We, we, we haven't quite talked about that exact scenario on the show. So this is the first time. Thank you for that. All right, there's your, and, there's your slow, slow breaking curveball right there. Knock that one out of the park, bud. Right, and so, <laughs> and so that kind of information is key, right? So one, we're, we're trying to learn more and more about screen innovations, but I like that you mentioned you know, working with other companies and new scenarios and sort of, I guess, um, not necessarily changing the game, but sort of being more realistic for today's standards, right? Not everybody yeah. can afford a dedicated home theater, nor do they have the space for that, right? Yeah, and maybe you have the money for it, and maybe that's what you want. But some people, perhaps, they're, they don't want that. They want more of a family-driven scenario, or just a room 
where it's it's a, a lounge or whatever and there are lots of windows and ambient sorts it it's really right in front of that window like you said and we're talking inches with short throw projection in cabinetry that's hidden and whether that's uh in a residential application or it's more of a commercial application because uh while i've sort of been catering this conversation to the residential market in in cedia the custom electronic design installation association Screen Innovations also handles commercial applications, and for that, right. I would you know recommend people check them out as well. You know, on ScreenInnovations.com, there's a commercial section. But uh, for those professionals, it, you know, people that are listening who are not a part of those associations, the trade show associated to that here, stateside at least, is going to be Infocom uh, by the Avixa Association, which is an acronym for the Audio Video Integrated Experience Association. And if I said that wrong, please email me at johnny j-o-h-n-n-y at rape.com <laughs> and please correct me because i often say things incorrectly uh but i want to make sure that's that's correct and for i guess things not stateside the larger experience of the two commercial and resi would be um isc the integrated systems europe yeah close enough something like that <laughs> I can't. Re- I can't recall. I've never been to it, so right. please. Say it with a French accent, and you'll sound like you know what you're talking about. So. There you <laughs> go. But I would encourage you those to to enlist with some of those professionals as well. Um, but yes, so Screen Innovations also caters to the commercial market. I don't want to make it sound like you are purely residential. You do cater to that as well. Well, that's true. But uh, we were purely residential up until again about three and a half, four years ago, and that's because again Black Diamond had a max size issue of 120 inch diagonal which is great for a living room, but it's got, that's just too small. And we're, you know, for commercial space. And that is why it's Tom Nugent, uh, our materials master invented slate. Okay. Our second ambient light rejecting material. Well, slate isn't quite as good as black diamond when it comes to ambient light rejecting ability and contrast enhancement. I mean, black diamond is truly a flying car, if you will, in the screen world when it comes to that, but black diamond cannot be motorized. And so it's truly a television alternative. I can't motorize it, make it roll up into the ceiling and drop it. And I can't get it bigger than 120 diagonal. Where slate, however, can be motorized up to 200 inch diagonal. So big, right? And in a fixed frame or in our zero edge pro frame, we can actually take it to 375 inch diagonal. That's really big. That's 16 feet tall of screen. So slate is now our go-to material. It's not a unicorn product. It's not a, uh, you know, only brought out on Sundays kind of product for the same price of a daylight advantage electoral, which is, let's face it, they're the Ford F-150 pickup of the industry right there. That's everybody sells that in the commercial space as their go-to motorized screen. So for the same price as that motorized product with their HD progressive 1.1 gain white material, you can have our five series motorized with slate ambient light rejecting contrast enhancing material. Why buy the dinosaur when the meteor is already here? Yeah, I'm throwing it down, baby. <laughs> I want people to understand that now that the ambient light rejecting has gotten bigger, it's standardizing that. It's now really, like I said, white is becoming obsolete in the commercial space because we now have not only black diamond, as our television alternative, but now we have Slate as a rollable television option. And now, because we can go bigger, get this, in a room with about 30 foot candles or less, with today's big gun laser projectors, I mean, we're getting 20,000 lumens uh, easily now, we're getting, and we're spending a dollar a lumen. So get this, I can take a 20,000 lumen 4K projector, fired up on a 16 foot tall screen, 
and give you as good an image as many LED video walls in a room with 25 foot candles or less. That's a bright room. That's a conference room with a window in it. That's, a, that's as bright as most churches or house of worship, if you will, will get. So I can do that same image that an LED wall can do for a tenth of the price. And I didn't have to structurally reinforce your wall. I didn't have to figure out how to vent heat from the wall. And I don't have to get a gigawatt of power to the wall. And who am I going to hand the keys over when the, you know, when the project's done? Who's going to maintain that system? Is it a tech crew or is it a bunch of kids that volunteer on Sunday? Is it the AV club? Right. You know, who's going to have a little bit easier time maintaining this, this, this LED wall alternative or an actual LED wall? <laughs> yeah, exactly. right? Right. So we're trying, you know, not only are we taking the conference room back, we're also taking the big venue back and uh, we're getting away uh, uh, from these big uh, LED video wall experiences in rooms that really don't need that. Right. So that's what's also happening in the commercial space is once again, it's also the golden age of two piece projection because now we have laser projectors. We don't have to get on ladders every six months to change you know, light bulbs. <laughs> right. We can be let, these things can be left on for five years. Right. <laughs> Right. Exactly. And then with our ambient light rejecting screen technology, there you go. A, a LED video wall experience in rooms up to 30 foot candles or less for a tenth of the price as a competing LED video wall at the same resolution. Right. So I've mentioned uh, residential, commercial. There's some other applications as well. You talked about house of worship and, and others. And I'm sure there are many unique applications. I think one that comes to mind for me is probably your zero G screen uh, in space. Because, yeah, <laughs> uh, I, that never would have even come oh, to my mind, and so, so, <laughs> literally so, okay. out of this world. Yeah. Right? So we uh, we are, like I said, somewhat new to the commercial, you know, uh, space, but uh, we do have two screens in orbit. We have two screens on the International Space Station, so we do own one hundred percent of the space station market. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is a, uh, oh my gosh, we couldn't be more proud of anything than that. Um, we did this project a little over three and a half, four years when NASA uh, approached us. One of the um, astronauts had been in an airport and seen one of our, a very small screen with a very little Pico projector firing up on it. And, but to us, it was a small screen, but to him, it was a huge screen because at the time, the largest screen on the space station was only a, a, a 20 inch diagonal, um, you know, basically MacBook Air, <laughs> right? So imagine, you know, you and, and five of your, your acquaintances from work are in two RVs butt to butt for the next year and all you have to communicate with the office is a MacBook Air and communicate with home and check your kids' homework when, when the opportunity comes. Right. Right, so uh, it's also important to understand that it costs $10,000 $10, a pound to put anything in orbit. So launching an 80, you know, two inch flat panel <laughs> up into, or, you know, to get into the space station, that's not going to happen. Right. So um, they approached us and uh, they came up from Houston, you know, our factory is in, in Austin and we gave them the tour and we were, we designed a, uh, a bungee system so they could attach either one of the screens anywhere in the complex. Uh, we designed, uh, kind of redesigned, uh, Robin came up with this, one of our chief engineers, uh, came up with basically a fly rod fishing system, uh, like a case where that we just completely had to strip it down to just and hollow it out, you know, modify it to make it as light as humanly possible, but also rigid. So it'd be, it would survive the rocket, you know, cause that's not exactly a smooth ride to get right. to the space station, right? Okay. 
But uh, for whatever reason, it almost came off, I think, due to weight issues. And uh, the astronauts were very insistent about it going back on. And the reason for that is um, because in their off time, they don't have any reason to hang out. They would kind of go drift off into their own little personal spaces, and they didn't have a reason to socialize. The first thing they did when they unrolled the screen and broke out the Casio LED projector was watch Star Wars. Nice. <laughs> Nice. I mean, right, you know, get your own 12-year-old self back on for just a second and imagine watching Star Wars in a zero-G environment. <laughs> I mean, come on, how cool is that? Well, I, I just think that that's awesome, right? So I don't know a lot about what happens in space because I'm not there, right? So I, I just imagine <laughs> you're working tight with the team and you got a mission and you've got years to figure it out. But hearing them, you know, on their off time, they kind of just float around to their own little parts of the space station or wherever that may be in their own time. I guess could be fun, but at the same time, like I figured you would have want to be as close as possible with your, your, your team members, your friends, assuming that you are friends and the fact that, you know, movie time can now bring your team together mm -hmm. when you're not working and sort of have fun with it. I mean, I, I imagine if you're in space, you're having a good time, but it could also be, you know, high stress, do well, whatever you're doing. Yeah. I'll give you an example of, you know, Scott Kelly, you know, our, our, our good friend, Scott Kelly was, uh, um, uh, got the, the, I forget the, the Russian's name, the astronaut's name, but he became, the Russian astronaut became a big Texans football fan because Scott Kelly was watching the Texans football games up there every Sunday and then getting repeats of the game. So, you know, there we are, that right there, we're spreading love across the world, you know, through football <laughs> by sharing, you know, in the ultimate man cave going 18,000 miles an hour around the planet. How cool is that? I think it's very cool. Like you said, you, you control 100% of the, the projection. Market. In space. And so right. I would imagine with the way things are progressing, you know, if you look at things like SpaceX and missions to Mars and, you know, migrating off into other planets, that uh, the entertainment system would leave lots of room for growth and that, you know, one day our civilizations will have multiple space stations or exploratory places where whether we live in colonies in transit to the next, you know, great frontier or whatever that is, that screen innovations will probably be a part of that as well. And, oh, and you bet you, baby. keep everyone communicating on board, entertained, uh, together. I think uh, what you're doing there is is huge, right? So while it's just two screens in space, think about that. That's already <laughs> it's already a huge step forward in that they had what do you say, uh, little mini, their little laptops, right? So that's, that, right. that's what they had, and that's that's no small feat itself, but the fact that they're going into a larger step in a larger setting in a group, bringing them together, I think is already in more in line with, uh, I don't want to say a huddle space or a huddle room, but just a full on entertainment system, essentially. Well, the way I like to look at it as a, as a long time, lifelong, you know, uh, Star Trek fan, uh, I, I, I was part of the team that put the first uh, view screen in, in space. You know, when, when the Captain Kirk goes, view screen on, that's what I'm talking about. We're talking about <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty rad. But yeah, man, innovations. Are. innovations is the only uh, uh, provider of the actual view screen in, in, in space station years. So, but you know that's you know that's that's part of us, man. It's screen innovations. As you, I'm sure you can probably get from my voice is extremely passionate about the big screen experience. We're not we're not doing this because we you know for just the fact that we're building a company. We're doing this because we have a passion for it, and we still do. I mean, Ryan and I used to carpool together for about six years together into, into work and, you know, Austin traffic, which is just horrendous. And it takes about 45 minutes to get to work. And I think that was probably some of our most creative times because we had those, wouldn't it be cool conversations going on. That was when, you know, we came up with some of our best ideas. And now, 
Um, Ryan's got a complete playpen full of real life engineers to play with. And you, you just wouldn't believe the stuff that they're cooking back there. You know, we've had guys like Mike Braithwaite start with our team uh, that, you know, worked with Crestron and NetStreams. I mean, he's an amazing controls configurer is now our CTO. Tom Nugent's really getting rolling with our uh, new materials design constantly going on. But, you know, we're also looking down to the future. You know, what's going to be happening with not only screen technology, but also, uh, well, room control technology as far as lighting in a room. Uh, because right now at Screen Innovations, we're launching our new motorized shade line as well. And so that is, again, planting our foundation into the CDO channel uh, and broadening our offerings out there to not only just include the, the screen that has ambient light rejection, but if you want to, you know, control how your windows get light into the room, we can help you with that. Also, with doing inside shades, outside shades, and both low voltage and battery operated. Oh, cool. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, throw some shade, baby. There you go. I like that. So, um, did you say both line voltage and low voltage, or purely low voltage control? Purely low voltage, yeah. And so, the, the idea is, um, you know, light coming into the room is, you know, it's always great to have sunlight coming into a room, but as my good friend Tom Cooley, who's, uh, who's created our shade line, would tell you, you know, that glare, it's kind of like, you know, that white noise of, of light. You know, it's just, it's just glare, right? So if you can pass it through a shade and allow light to still come in, you can control the UV, you know, penetration as well and protect your, uh, your carpets, your rugs, your, your furniture, your appliances, and so on. Correct. And you get a more controlled color of light which is easier on the eyes, which makes everything in your room look better, including your beautiful black diamond or slate screen that, you know, run rolls in front of the window, <laughs> you know, got to get both sides of the, the market plug there. But it's also an amazing opportunity for our dealer base uh, to grow their offerings to the, the residential market because we've made it super, super simple. You know, we can go with our battery operated version. So uh, uh, Skylar, our director of marketing, just did a, a beautiful video with his, with his son, um, uh, his little, uh, I think he's two and a half years old, three year old, where they basically took the screen, the motorized shade out of the box and had it up on the window in just, you know, a couple minutes. Nice. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you brought up the, the shade about the, uh, not only is, you know, is diffusing the light and making that glare re reduction on your eyes and less strain, mm -hmm. but it's also protecting your interior, right? Whether that's hardwood flooring, artwork, carpets, uh, furniture, uh, imagery, all imagery. of the club, right? Yep. Um, that's, it's really key. I think that's key to know. And I know other people sort of talk about that here and there, but that's good to note aside aesthetics, you know, when they're on the wall, that's one thing you have to appeal to, to interior designers. You need to get past them first for the approval process. The, the fact that it's also adding value by protecting all those things and reducing the strain and, and everything else on your viewing process is yeah. also key as well. I mean, you got cool stuff that looks good in your room. You don't want that glary look. And, you know, that coupled with today's LED uh, lighting technology, I mean, you can really now control the visual environment in your room um, for and much easier than it ever has been before. And, again, you know, hey, hey, I'm going to plug the CDA guys one more time. That's kind of how, again, you know, they can pull that all back in together and taking your lighting systems, your shade systems, your video systems, your audio systems, and, you know, treating them as they should be is how they work together. Exactly. Now, uh, just like one more quick question, because I want to start ran out the show here. We, we yeah. talked about CDA, we talked about Infocom, we talked about ISC, and I'm pretty confident that you attend at least Infocom and CDA because I've seen you there at both, so I know that. Yeah. But uh, do, 
does screen innovation attend uh, ISC as well oh, as yeah. the localized regional trade shows as well? Yeah, we, uh, we're a big seeing is believing product company. You know, when you talk about, you know, if I'm going to say, you know, repeatedly <laughs> over and over and over that I'm going to give you a television alternative, I'm going to give you a rollable television, I'm going to give you an LED wall alternative, I better be able to prove it. People want to see that before they commit to it because we've all right. seen what used to be is, you know, the big screen image, which is this washed out flat image. <laughs> so with our technology being both contrast enhancing and ambient light rejecting, you know, that's a, that's something you got to put in front of people with the projector. So yeah, we're at all the major trade shows. Uh, ISC, we're really big at Shannon, uh, Gustafson is who runs our international division along with uh, Manford and they are, uh, already, I think it's more than 60 countries. So I apologize, Shannon, I should know it's probably, we just had, most of them here in the, at the uh, factory just two weeks ago, and you talk about a hoot. I mean, you get uh, 60 uh, distributors in from all over the world, and in Austin, Texas, with Ryan and Shannon Gustafson. And yeah, I, we, now get me wrong. We did let, we did some training, <laughs> but there was yeah. a lot of bonding going on too, man. A lot right. of bonding. <laughs> we had a lot of fun with those guys. So um, yeah, we're at ISC, and uh, and it's like I said, we're we're uh, the fastest growing screen company. You can check that uh, with CE Pro and uh, as well as. Um, uh, Rave magazines has got to set, set us up in that as well as uh, Sound Division. All of them are, are talking about how we're the fastest growing screen company worldwide and we're third largest screen company in the U.S. And just having a ball doing it, man. Absolutely having a ball doing it. I think we're going to make a job. Like, somebody's got to do it, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> and you're lucky enough to get to be a part of that. Oh, yeah, man. So I guess this will be uh, essentially my last question. So by now, people listening would know that you know uh, your your product is probably someone that they want to get a professional to work with them to mm -hmm. get sized correctly work with a professional to get it installed correctly make sure that everything lines up from projection to install to whether they need ambient line projection or something similar or less or more mm -hmm. um, and they could go to cedia or, or cedia.com or cedia.org to find a certified professional in the in the residential channel or they could um check out infocom.org i believe uh, for the commercial version of that or i could just add you could go to the screen innovations website and hit buy and uh everybody that's a dealer uh, with screen innovations is either cdf certified or certified by the infocom uh governing body as well we do not work with just your you know anybody we require them to be cdf certified or infocom certified understood so i guess the the last part about that is questioning wise is your business model, is it a direct-to-dealer within those channels or is there a distribution model as well? Uh, in the residential channel, we both go distribution and residential. Um, okay. You know, we're selling one screen at a time in that, in that channel. And so we really do believe that uh, it's up to the integrator to make the, 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 the distinction between their work rather than our performance. So we, because we want everybody to have the ability to get a, the state of the art into their living room. In okay. commercial, we only go direct-to-dealer. We, we're, we're very understanding that the ALR category, ambient light rejecting screen category, is very new to commercial. The, it's funny, the CDA channel adopted us obviously earlier because of size, but now that we're moving into commercial, we, we feel we really got to manage the expectation and make sure that the, uh, the integrators know to use our tools. We have some amazing tools in our toolbox that's available to anybody to use. So if you go to screeninnovations.com, you'll see a screwdriver wrench over on the far right side. If you use our screen wizard, and if you can give me a foot candle reading on the room, and that's how we measure light in the room is based on foot candles. Okay. So you can download an approved iPhone or Android light meter from that site, from, our, from that uh, tool site, 
And if you put in how many foot candles of light you have in the room, what size screen in either width or diagonal that you want to do, there's a chart down below. Now, if you just start pushing the lumens of the projector, it starts at 500 lumens. If you just start going, okay, 2,000 lumens. If you don't see green, a green line show up on that chart, then keep going. Then go to 3,000 lumens or 4,000 lumens or 5,000. As soon as you see uh, one of those materials, a green line shows up on it, that means it's going to look like a TV in a bright room. I'm really oversimplifying it. There's a video you can watch online. It'll show you how to use that tool, but that's the predictable result. Okay. And we stand behind it. So if you can tell me that your living room at three in the afternoon is 20 foot candles, right? I want to put a 120 inch screen in my living room. You're going to find that if you use the most residential projectors available on the market today that are very affordable at 4K resolution, you can have a 4K TV in your living room for a very, very affordable price. If you use those tools online that I was talking about that we provide for you with the, the uh, screen wizard is one of them. There's also a screen size comparison wizard. There's also a projector wizard. I mean, we can help you, the, the, not only the dealer, but also the end user work with your dealer. You can use those tools available right now to get yourself as close to a predictable result we can help you with. Very cool. I, that was kind of going to be into my next question in terms of education, but uh, it was going to be specific to the dealer. So this seems like a tool for either the homeowner or the integrator or something similar. It is. Too. It is. In fact, all of our integrators, all of our, our dealers use this tool. This is part of our process. So, uh, but you, the homeowner can, you know, if you want to just, some of these people out there, come on, they, they love this stuff. Right. You know, there's a lot of people out there that have a passion for this stuff. So I'm not telling people don't, don't, de I'm saying don't, don't D-A-Y-I. I mean, I'm not saying don't do that. Um, I'm saying though, but uh, even if you have a system already, that it was professionally installed by, you know, take a look at the, if you, if you have a white screen in your home theater now, or if you have a gray screen in a bright environment that is not an ambient light rejected screen, it's just a flat gray screen, do this. Take the light reading out, do it, and it'll tell you what your, you know, take a look at your projector, find out what the lumens output is on that, and you can, for yourself, tell, I can tell you what your, your contrast ratio is, what the brightness of your screen is. Now, if you use our screen system, not only do we, we uh, uh, you'll appreciate this, not only do we show a column in foot Lamberts, that's how bright the screen is with light being reflected, reflected off of it. Well, nobody knows how to speak foot Lamberts anymore, <laughs> right? So we also put that as a column next to it, NITS. So it'll actually show you comparatively how bright this black diamond 120 inch screen with this projector at, you know, uh, 2,500 lumens would be compared to a television's brightness in this. And I think you'll find that you'll, that we're just as bright as a TV, but we also can show you that our contrast is as good as a TV also in a bright room. Well, guess what? We don't have any glass or Lexan. We don't have any glare. So check it out. You may find that a projector and screen in your living room may actually look better than a TV. I think that you will be pleasantly surprised. And I think the best place to start with all the information that has been presented within the last hour is screeninnovations.com so where you can check yeah, out man. anything residential commercial uh shading now and yep. uh i i know that there will be some new stuff coming soon which i'm sure we can't talk about but if you head over to screeninnovations.com and just sort of keep an eye there whether you're the integrator the homeowner project facilities manager or something similar Screeninnovations.com is the place just to start for any and all information. Yeah, man. Just one last plug for the website. There are a ton of great videos on our website. Videos are a huge part of our culture. And if I can, just to give a shout out to my, my partner, crime, uh, Skyler, who he and I put together uh, so many videos together, but we've had truly almost 4 million views. Wow. On our video library. Yeah. One, one video in particular, the one we did for our short throw, 
uh, with the GTZ1 and our ultra short throw material. Uh, it's been up for a little, almost three and a half years, maybe four years now. Uh, 1.2 million views on its own. Oh my gosh. So yeah, we get a, cra a crazy amount of views on our new video library, but we do a lot of educating and, uh, and presenting it like I've done today with you guys, just kind of put it in easy to understand, you know, common terms. Yeah. And try to make promises that we can follow up on. <laughs> Most importantly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Blake, I appreciate you for your time, your knowledge, your expertise that you've. Yeah, I mean, anytime. It was fun. Uh, as time progresses and we go through more shows, more product categories, you've got new interesting use cases, or you just want to talk about technology and projection and shading and how you feel about the industry. I'd love to have you back. Maybe you, uh, you and Skylar could come back and do a kind of like a, a combo, like a, you know, Q and a session or something like that. I'd love That'd to have awesome. you back uh, him on the show, the two of you together, uh, whatever you'd like, whenever you want, please. I invite you back to the show because it is without no shortage of help from professionals like you, uh, Skylar, the manufacturers, the listeners that this show is made and I'm simply just the vessel and telling your stories. So I thank you for your time this morning. I thank you for your knowledge. I thank you for your continued drive and I can hear it in your voice every day that you truly love what you do. And I believe that Screen Innovations is lucky to have professionals like you uh, on board. So thank well, you. right back at you, brother, Johnny. I appreciate you guys doing this at Rave and uh, Gary and his forethought putting together a great publication as well as, uh, you know, utilizing the other media available to us on the channel with doing the, this radio show with all the videos you guys shoot, you know, at, at your own website with the web, God, how many videos you guys have now? Uh, you, mean, you mean just in the last hour since we were recording yeah, exactly, the show? I've, exactly, I'm sure exactly. 30,000. Uh, so so again, high five everyone, to you guys as well, man. We, high five we, to you guys as well. We appreciate it. So everyone head over to screeninnovations.com. But if you're more of a social person like myself, you can check them out at facebook.com forward slash screeninnovations. Uh, they're also on LinkedIn. It's linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash screen hyphen innovations. They're on Twitter if you want to reach out in 140 characters or less at SI screens. They're also on YouTube. This is probably where you're going to get some of the the best eyes on because that's where most of the views are, according to what Blake just said. Find the, the most common video for you or check them all out. We have time. I'll wait. It's uh, youtube.com forward slash user forward slash screen innovations. And if you're more of just of a, a visual quick person, and you want to go to Instagram, you can check them out also at screen or sorry, actually at SI screens. And again, anyone who wants to send me love mail, hate mail, constructive criticism, you want to be on the show, you want to talk tech, AV, IT, some other acronyms out there, whatever it has to do in relations to residential, commercial, industrial, technology, AV space. I would love to hear any and all requests. Send them all over to Johnny, J-O-H-N-N-Y at ravepubs.com. And of course, again, the show AV Insider can be found at ravepubs.com under the Rave Radio tab, which of course is brought to you by Task. Hey, there he is. And uh, everyone here in the background barking, that's I think my time. My assistant reminded me that we are about time. Blake, again, thank you so much for your time. And as time progresses again, if you want to be on tomorrow, you want to be back in the future, whenever that is, I would love to have you back. Uh, bring some team members, whatever it is. Everyone. This has been AV Insider. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you on the next show.